that's how I look at it. Did you really want it? Yeah, and I always kind of just think of like, the, I always have that end result kind of just in my mind. Mm -hmm. Just always, even, you know, and during the hard times, I always know that like things, like realistically, things usually get better after you push th through those really tough times. Yeah. Those times where it's really like, man. Those like, are gonna come. Yeah, exactly. And it's a part of anything. You hear any successful person, you know, like they always talk about like, you know, what they were going through in the very beginning. And you're like, man, like, and you think to yourself like, man, could I got through that? But they did, and that's how they're successful. Yeah. And I always think about that whenever I'm in like a hard time, down place. I'm like, man, it always gets, you know, it gets better after this. Yeah. I always just have that kind of mindset in my mind. So. The only thing that separates you from them is they didn't quit. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So just keep going. Even if you do it a little bit at a time, just keep going. Something is better than nothing. What's going on, y'all? It's Coach Willis, and once again, we are back. This is the Be Easy Show. We're bringing topics to you every single episode, helping you live your life easier. That's the plan and the mission of the podcast. Whatever platform that you're listening to this on, whether it be YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if you could like, comment, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating, and do not forget to share it with somebody because support is gladly appreciated. So once again, like I said, I'm Coach Willis. As always, we got the finalizer on here. And this week, man, we got Reese on us. Whatever. Not gonna argue. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Oh man, but yeah, we got Reese on here, man. What, what's going on with you, man? Hey, how are you guys doing? I'm glad y'all could bring me on. I'm no so problem, glad man. to be, be here. No problem, man. Are you nervous, man? Uh, I mean, a little. This is my first you podcast you, to be on. So, you used to be in the back. In yeah, the I'm used to filming, to be honest. But I mean, you know, I'm glad to be in front of the camera. I always like being in front of the camera too. So that's good, man. At least you're not nervous. You know, yeah. some people be nervous when they first get on. Yeah, so. for sure. But yeah, uh, I just moved here to Midwest City about probably a couple months ago now. I work uh, full time for the state office for the National Guard. And I kind of cover what they do around the state, you know, yeah. helping the state out. You know, any missions they go on, they send me out to uh, go cover them and make it uh, products for them. So yeah. that's what I do. So are you in the military then? Yeah, I'm a, I, Yeah, I'm in the National Guard. It's kind of like uh, reserve almost. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, got you. Got you, man. So, man, tell us about... um. Well, y'all have a joke about World War Three. World War. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we don't have. We try not to joke too much about that because you know we could get you know some trouble for saying some stuff like that. But I mean, you know, we know the stuff going on, you know, overseas with Ukraine and things. So, you know, we just gotta stay ready for anything, man. Honestly, you know. I was just thinking, like, I might end up. I might be in the military with you. Hey, hey, you I never know. Hey. I'd be happy to. I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to jail. So, I'm still dead set on it, bro. I'm going to jail, man. Hey, you good? You I good? can't do it. Man. Nah. I'm going to jail. But you said you just moved here. Did like work bring you here? Uh, yeah. So I've been in the guard since about 2017, and I was working for the Chickasaws in Ada before this, and I've been working there for like the last like four years of my life. But uh, and then some. ADOS orders, which are like temporary kind of orders, came up from the state office. And that's what I've really been working towards is trying to get up here to the city. And they pretty much told me like uh, a month out that they had this position open. Uh, it was actually like a couple weeks. And I was like, man, I got to find a place to get up here real quick. And But yeah, so that position opened up. I accepted the orders and I just got moved up here within like two weeks. And here I am, been here for like two months now, so. Just renting out a room right yeah. now, so 
until I find my own place. <laughs> trying to get directions down, man. That's what you're trying to do. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, good. That that get all here, huh? sense now that he got lost. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. No, I, knew, I knew he wasn't from it. That's exactly. why I was giving him like some slack, bro. <laughs> but I was like, dang, bro, I feel like I get east. I was giving east, north, and south, bro. Like, yeah, you feel like right, I was doing right. good, man. I felt like I was doing good. But yeah, man, we, we appreciate you coming on, man, for sure, being here with us. Absolutely. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, man. You want to tell us, man, what's been, I guess, going on with your past weekend and everything? What you been up to, man? Uh, this past week, we actually had like an Oklahoma guard, like kids camp. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a, you know, a camp for kids that just like Oklahoma National Guard kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so they kind of just bring them all. It's at Camp Victory. It's over in Mansford, Oklahoma, kind of by Tulsa. And, you know, it's just like kind of like a church camp almost, but yeah. it's not religious, but like. They, you know, play games every day. They kind of rotate like bumper cars, zip lines, all kinds of fun stuff like that. And uh, they sent me down there just to kind of take pictures for them. Mm. I made a little slideshow for them at the end. The kids really liked it, you know, yeah. add some music to it. It was really fun, man. I, I connected with the kids a lot and it was just uh, super fun. Uh, had a dance party at the end. I, you know, busted some moves, you know, at the end. So oh, it was real good. Met yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit of a dancer. Uh. Yeah, I heard about this man dancing this weekend. Bro, did you did you see it? How did you <laughs> nah, see it? I didn't see anything. So how you know? Oh, okay. People, people, yeah, yeah people. Yeah, people oh, where, know, where it gets around? Where at? Where, where it gets at? around? Man, so I'm not gonna say exactly where it was at. Uh, okay, but okay. My my wife, man, her friends had this like get together because like several other because she's in pharmacy school, so several like other other students, their birthday was so they went to this place, man, to like you know. I guess pretty much just dance because, you know, it wasn't really like a restaurant, but they go up there to dance and everything. And me and her had already done like a double date with like another another few of her classmates. So we had already ate and talked and everything. So after that, bro, like my social media was like out, bro. I just wanted to go up there and chill. So we get up there, man, and she's talking and dancing with her friends and everything. I'm just off to the side, just minding my business, not doing anything. Somebody got to hold these walls up. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already knowing. Bro, I was chilling, bro. Yeah. And she kept trying to like get me into like, hey, go. But she was dancing with her friends, so I didn't want to stop like them having fun. But um, this is what had got me, bro. It was a dude in her class. He was trying to make a move on a on a girl up there. And he like reached out to, I guess, try to dance with her. She turned her down. Uh, so I just seen him standing over there to the side and he was just like, he was posted after that. He didn't have nothing else to do. He was just sitting there in the middle. So I was telling uh, Mariah's friends, like, hey man, go like include him in what y'all dancing and everything. <laughs> don't just leave him out there to the side. And they was like, we don't know how, we don't know how. So then this song came on, man. And then I was like, you know what, man, I might as well. Like I wasn't really dancing with him. But the way I was dancing, I needed some support to keep my balance. So I was like holding on oh, to his shoulder okay. and like dragging him around and everything. But it included him into the party, man. You know, and after that, he was, I don't think he made another move on a girl. But after that, he wasn't like awkward standing to the side. Hey, that's good. So I, then I went back to doing what I was doing, standing to the side, not talking to nobody, you know. But that's the only reason why I was there. I'm not a dancer, though, man. That's fair. Hey, that's, that was real kind of you to do that, though. Because yeah, yeah, I know man. what it's like to feel like, you know, you feel like you yeah. don't know that many people. You're out on the night. And yeah, but I commend him, though, man. Went home. He, <laughs> <laughs> he tried to shoot his shot. That's why I was like, yeah. I don't commend him, bro, because he tried to shoot down. his shot. No, but, dang. yeah, it didn't, it it didn't fall. The best of us. It didn't fall. Sure. I didn't even leave his hand there. And that one was like, yeah, it didn't fall through for him. But, you know, man, shout out to him. It was a cool night. But you said for photography, man. So what what got you into, like, videography and photography man uh so initially when i first uh started going to college my first semester in ada at east central university mm. uh I, I started my first semester my major was mass communications and at that same time i met with a guard recruiter and i met with him 
honestly, I knew nothing about the military, no military background for myself, none of my family, nothing. Yeah. And I was just kind of, you know, I kind of like exploring opportunities and just learning new things. And so I just met with him, see what it was about. Mm-hmm. And he's, he explained this job to me, uh, public affairs, like mass communication specialist. And I was like, so what's this job about? And he was like, oh, you just kind of make products for the guard, go video and uh, make print stories and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's kind of like what my major is. So honestly, if they didn't have that job, I would def- I probably would have never joined. Yeah. So I mean, so and I'm so glad I did because that, that is definitely the most experience I've gotten is mm. from the guard. And it's given me so many great opportunities. And I, I'm, you know, I'm glad it worked out how it did. So. Yeah. For sure, man. For sure. That's a lot of people that's in the military, man. They took because another opportunity opened up for a minute. Like my brother-in-law, man, he in that joint to feed his family and stuff. But that's what I'm saying. I'm going to jail, man. I'm going to jail. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't do it, man. I'm mad I just have to do something like cybersecurity or whatever. Nah, bro. You're going to be front line, bro. <laughs> you're going to be front line. I like, do they ever like recruit people based on their roles? Or they're just like, because like, I'm a cybersecurity major. And I right. feel like if I ever did have to join... Why wouldn't they send me to something that I'm Front already have strengths of? Right. You, but they might make you take like the ASVAB. Yeah. I'm sure y'all took it in high school, so y'all probably already yeah. have some scores. I did. Oh, yo, you didn't? I, I didn't did. take it? No. Well, I took what it because I, I was going to be. I was never talking to those recruiters. I know. They got me. I thought everyone was supposed to, but mm-hmm. okay. Okay, that's nah. fair. They but sucked yeah, me in, though. They kind of base you off that, off your score off the ASVAB. And if that, you know, if you score high enough, then pretty much every job is available for you. So you'll, you'll get to choose. But if you score low, then, you know, I mean, it's stuck like, yeah, truck driver, something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, that's what my, that's what my girl's doing. She's at basic training right now at this moment for mm-hmm. tr- truck driver. She didn't score very well on ASVAB. So yeah, that's what she's stuck doing. Yeah. <laughs> A truck driver? Yeah, truck driver. Yeah. What do they do? What? Uh, like trans, you know, transportation, like, ah, okay, okay. you know, those big ones where the soldiers kind of got to sit in the back and, you know, they just drive people around or supplies. They could drive supplies around, too. OK. Yeah. So that's that job. Whole new world. Yeah. I'm still going to jail. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to jail. <laughs> just got to keep a positive mindset. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, man. The Zyla, man, tell us, man, what's, what's going on with you, man? Bro, I didn't do anything productive, per se, as like writing this yeah. weekend at all, really. All I did was work around the house. That's it. That's it. I got some stuff done. You'll see next time you come over. But that's about it. It's busy. Yeah. Yeah, spend time with my family. That's it. That's what's up. I'll be chilling. I don't be doing much of anything. I'll be chilling. That's what's up. That's all right. Hey, uh, what is like cleaning? What is around the house work kind of? So I I repainted my living room because I painted it red and I hated it. I was like, I don't like this red at all. Repainted it to like this tan color. Got some artwork on the wall. I gotta hang up some shelves, stuff like that. Okay, that's just, something. So I'm just yeah, like man, doing my time on this hand. Yeah, man. for sure. Yeah, like I'm I'm doing the living room. No, okay. So, Are you good at painting? Like, is that something you? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, like, that... I had masking tape. Thought it was gonna work. Didn't work. So I had to go patch it, like patch it back up. So you really kind of just doing this like on the fly, kind of like you're kind of learning as you're going. Pretty like, much. Okay. Well, that's yeah. awesome, man. It's not no big deal. Okay. I mean, get out, get it. For sure, man. Yeah, bro. I was it's up all night. Yeah, doing that. Tired. No sir. No sir. No mm-hmm. sir. That's not how my weekend went, man. My weekend went completely different. Um, it was a, it was a, it was a team effort for your weekend. Man. It was, man. My weekend was very busy, bro. Very busy. Um, Friday, actually, bro. Friday, I got a relief, man. So, um, I say relief, but um, so Mariah was trying to go on a date Friday night. I told you we was gonna go and watch a movie, but 
she hit me up and she was like, you or when I got home, she was like, you know what? I don't want to go out to that. Bro, you ain't said nothing yeah. but a word to me. <laughs> Cause I already had plans in my mind. My homie had hit me up to go hoop. I was gonna go back out to the gym and hoop. But um, I had already told him, like, oh man, I'm going, I'm going on a date, so I, I can't. So um when she said, nah, I said, Oh man, I'm going to hook him in the mouth today. That's what <laughs> I'm going to do. But it, it ended up raining, so I was like, you know what, man, I just But you scared the fish in the rain, man? Bro, you on me last time, you were like, man, you want to fish at dark, bro? Like, bro, I'm on the bank, bro. Like, I'm on the bank. All right, man. Wait, wait, see. was it was it like pouring on Friday? Yes, bro. It, bro, it did not rain where I live at all. Oh, it was dumping over it there. It wasn't a drop. Yeah, it was so dumping over there. My fault. Nah, man. But um, then Saturday came around. You know, we did the whole thing um, with her friends and everything. Um, Busting moves on them, you know. Pretty much, you know, pretty much. And then Sunday came around. Were you around. doing a particular dance? Nah, bro. Nah, I wasn't. just let the music take you? That's, that's all I do, bro. I feel like that's what dancing is, right? For sure. You're just supposed to move with the music. I agree. So, bro, I, I can't agree. dance. I don't. You just can't think about it, you know. Really, really you can't think about. It. I don't think you allow yourself to dance. That's what it is. Cool, cool. So what's gonna happen, man? When when you get this Latin woman, bro? Oh, uh, bro, best believe uh, I'm getting the salsa classes. For <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're gonna have to, bro. I'm you gotta salsa this down, man. This I'm man's trying learning. to learn Spanish, bro. He's Ain't no trying to. Trying to I, I'm uh, learning Spanish. Spanish. Learning okay. Spanish. Okay. So you yeah. know, he's trying to get him a Latino. Oh woman. yeah, you'll definitely have to. He's gonna learn. Know, how, he's gonna yeah. have to learn how to dance, bro. Break that fear, you know. I ain't no fear. I have no rhythm. Well, I feel like that's doubt at least. We'll see. Yep. The Saturday. Oh, so this man lost his wallet, by the way. So how it's how gone. Is that, how's that okay, work? so we didn't need to bring all that up. But yeah, my <laughs> wallet is gone, bro. So this this is the last place I saw it. Sunday morning. Went to go hook him in the mouth. And we hooked a few of them in the mouth, man. Drop a bomb on that. So um Sunday morning. Went fishing. Um I put the I put the wallet in the car. Cause I was like, bro, I ain't your car or her car? My car. Okay. I ain't seen it since then. It's been gone. So I'm padding around the pockets. I'm trying to look for this thing. Like, bro, this thing has to be somewhere, bro. But okay, so bro, let me tell you this story. So I wasn't even gonna tell this, but so I caught a few fish. And I remember you was on me last time, cause bro, I was fishing and releasing. I was just catching and releasing, throwing them back in. This dude was on me, like, bro, you're not taking them home. <laughs> He said, anytime he's going fishing, he's taking them home. Like, you don't want to clean them. I mean, there's different kinds of people. I mean, you know, some people. Who are you? Do, do you fish? Do you fish? I do fish a little bit. I, okay. I, let, him, I let him go back because okay. I, I don't so do the whole that meant, eat them. He understands like, me. Yeah, like, he understands me. You know what right. so, so this I is what get it. the other side of it, too. So I'm, yeah, bro. I'm not out here playing with them. Oh, my goodness, man. <laughs> so I catch a few, man. I actually caught four. It was two. I caught two small ones, so I just threw those back. But the decent-sized ones, I, I, I kept those. Yeah. So um, I didn't have an ice chest, didn't have the ice and everything ready to go. But this was Sunday morning. So I had church at 11. Mm -hmm. I left. the Well, I said I was going to leave at 930. I left at like 945, bro. Had to run up to the nearest Walmart and I didn't want to buy a whole ice chest. I was trying to be cheap. I was like, man, I'm going to get one of the little styrofoam joints for like five bucks. Yeah. I put the ice bag in it. The ice bag was like, I don't know, about another two bucks. bucks. Yeah. So um, I'm flying, bro. All this stuff, I'm moving so fast. Oh. I had my wallet in because I bought the stuff. Oh, I hope here I we go. See, sometimes Walmart, you just bro. need to talk about hope it. I didn't drop it in the Walmart. Is that your three? Walmart? Yeah. Oh, my fault. No, I'm you good, bro. <laughs> 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 you straight. You straight. Oh, man. But, um, yeah, bro. So I'm running out. So I rushed to the house, bro. Instantly get to the house. And I was like, bro, I'm going to get home, clean these fish real quick, throw them in the ice, and, bro, we're going to get to moving. I don't believe you did that. 
Bro, I wasn't going to fillet them and everything right there in the time. But did you clean up those fish and went to church? This was the thing, bro. I get to the house. And I'm moving fast, bro. Mm-hmm. The ice is in the styrofoam ice chest, bro. I pull that joint out the car. The ice falls backwards, tears up the styrofoam, bro. Just tears it up. So now I got nothing to put these fish in, bro. So now my styrofoam is all busted up. And, bro, I was upset. So I'm just sitting there looking at it. I'm just, like, staring there, bro. And this is at, like, 9.55, bro. I got to go eat um, breakfast with my in-laws before church. We had already planned to be over there at 10.20. So I have no time to even think about this thing, bro. So instantly, I have to go in the house real quick, shower, change, and all that stuff. We go over there, eat breakfast. I leave before church, clean these fish off real quick, throw them in some Ziploc bags, bro. Throw the ice on top of them, bro. And then I just had to throw them in the freezer, man. But yeah, bro, it was terrible, bro, because I was so mad that my styrofoam had broke right then when I was trying to get the stuff out. And that just messed up all my plans, bro. But, you know, I wasn't prepared. I was prepared to just catch and release. But I was like, man, if I tell Zyla that I went fishing again. What kind of decisions I, could you have made to prevent that? Okay, one decision I could have made to prevent that, bro. And I'm glad we're talking about this. One, well, I, I did it on purpose. I'm, nah, a, I'm a professional around. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, I got you. I got you. Yeah. But um, one of the decisions I could have made, I could have not went cheap. Or I could have prepared beforehand. Why didn't you just dump the ice into the, the thing first and then dip out? Why not? Why did you leave the, the ice in the back? That's a good, that's, that's, that's smart. What, hey, what would you I have mean, done? I mean, we live and we learn, but. Uh, Fair. I, yeah, I probably would have just went with like, I probably would have just bought a better, you that's know, That's what I'm saying, chest. not go cheap. I, yeah. I should have not went cheap, but I was thinking like, bro, I just go cheap this time. Next time around, I'll get a better one, man. But I was like, since I was such in a hurry, bro, and I was like, man, you know, man, let me just grab this thing and get up out of here and go real quick. Yeah. That's one thing I should have done, bro, instead of going cheap. And I don't know, bro, like I said, bro, it's all the power of decisions. Like, we live and we learn with it, but it's the power of decisions, bro, that I could have made a better decision what I made. But, you know, I don't know, bro, it's just so much contemplating I had in my head, like, maybe, maybe this is right, maybe that's right, maybe this is wrong, maybe that's wrong. And I was thinking... I was having this talk with Mariah, man, because um she was just telling me, bro, she worked with this pharmacist, bro. And the dude was saying, bro, I don't even like to be a pharmacist. He's like, I only he was like, I only became a pharmacist because I couldn't figure out nothing else to do. That's kind of odd. That's kind of odd. Expensive. You know, then I'm like, out of all things, you couldn't decide. So he became a pharmacist. But he's like, bro, I don't even like to do this. He was like, I should have done a residency, so I don't have to do this because he was doing retail. He was like, I don't even like to do pharmacy at all, bro. He's like, it don't really interest me. You know, and I was just like, why would he make, out of all the decisions you could have made, why would you make that decision? You know what I'm saying? It's, it goes in like what you're saying. When you don't make a decision, you still made a decision. So it boils down to, I think, sometimes, especially like in America, we're so privileged with all these opportunities that we can take. We don't have the even choice to, maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that, maybe I should do this major or that major, or live here or live there or do this or that, that we can't make a decision, period, and that falls us. And to not make it something that we fall into a trap of doing something that we didn't want to do. So, man, what's Zala or, or, or Reese, man, what's an example that y'all got of not being able to make a decision? Y'all end up paying for it in the long run. Paying for it? Honestly, uh, well, we can go into, I'd say, a past relationship I was in. Uh, I was in this relationship for like two years, right? And we, uh, she was in Ada. We were both in Ada. Uh, she was a nurse. I was working for the chicken sauce and whatnot. Anyway, she was in a complicated situation. Uh, so I don't want to go too far into it, but 
realistically, we couldn't spend very much time together in this time. And uh, I feel like our relationship wasn't really progressing very much uh, because we weren't really getting to see each other. And I made, but I kept making for two years, I kept making the decision to keep kind of waiting it out, waiting mm -hmm. it out. Maybe I'll get to it'll see get her better. more. Yeah, yeah, it'll get better. It'll get better. But realistically, like two years, man, like two years of my life, like I feel like that was just too much. And I, yeah. I, I finally made the decision. You know, I kind of, you know, I broke it off. And that's what I feel like that's what kind of led to where I am, you know, coming here because I feel like, uh, you know, waiting for her was I was missing opportunities for myself waiting for yeah. her. And, you know, I'm glad I finally did make the final decision. But, you know, there for a while, I just kept kept on kept on waiting, you know, making that decision. And mm -hmm. it was, I feel like it was kind of holding me back. So that's a situation yeah. that, you know, decisions. Bro, such. but this is the thing, man. Did you know that the that the better decision was to end it? Deep down, like truly, like yes, deep down, yeah. yes, I knew that. Like deep inside myself. So what I, was keeping you from pulling the trigger earlier, dude? Just I, just the idea of the good. You know, whenever she was around, it was good, and mm -hmm. I was happy. You know, I was happy, but it was never that was hardly ever there. It's just the idea that it could be around like that all the time, and exactly. that idea is what you know led mm -hmm. to that. So yeah. <laughs> I already know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, man. Nah, man. I, I've been there, bro. And it's like, yeah. especially like when it just, this is the thing, bro. Is I, um, man, bro. Remember, I was just talking about this. So, like, um, what? in the Bible, bro, it talks about like making, making decisions with your mind instead of like your flesh because your flesh will fall at the sand. Your mind is at the righteousness. And, bro, we was talking about that because when it came to like love, because we was talking about past relationships too. And like when it came to past relationships with me, bro, I'm not going to lie. It was just, you know, you was thugging it out. Be easy. Be <laughs> one, bro. One, it was like, okay, for sure. I was telling Mariah, like, it was a lot of thinking with the heart and thinking with the, you know, the man in me. Yeah. You know, I ain't gonna mm -hmm. say all that, but you get what I'm yeah. saying. You know what I'm saying? Falling after my flesh. And I was like, I thought at that time, bro, I thought it was real love. You know what I'm saying? Because, like what you said, bro, when she was around, I was happy. Things yeah. was good. You know what I'm saying? I was feeling myself and everything was good about it. Bro, do you ever but, go back and like read conversations? Like when, I was like, done. you still got text threads? No. I was about to say, bro, <laughs> no. whoa. You got like DMs here? No. Like, what is going no. on? <laughs> oh, Are man. you reading that? <laughs> no. Are no. you reading that? No. I'm, I'm talking about like if you like, reliving it. Let's say it's like a month afterwards, bro. But like even the, the day of, you're like, all right, the relationship over. You might want to go back and reread some text messages, bro. Am I the only one that did that? Uh, Me personally, I deleted like a lot of the, like that day that same no nah, not necessarily that day you're right I'm there are some things some pictures and things yeah messages and things okay, yeah I, yeah. That. I look at some pictures i don't know if i'm reading past okay okay let me not hold you like you alone i have i, I don't it. care if i'm because alone. look at this look at this look at this um, i believe this, this that day we had i kick. went back this is when we had kick yo a while back man when i was on kick and uh used to take those girls on there and i, I would look back bro <laughs> I can't remember how I came across like the old account. This wasn't like this was several years back. Now I came across that account. And I was reading it like, yeah, you know, I mean, you was wilding out. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm trying out. to say. Like, bro, you wasn't yeah. really in it in it like that. Yeah, bro, I was I mean, wilding like, out. Actually, look back on it. Yeah, man. But I mean, that's the thing, bro, is that I was so tied to like emotionally, bro, and that's not the right way to make decisions just based off emotions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The right way to make a decision, bro, is based off like what's the actual best thing for you like but do you think sometimes an emotional response is a good response mm, 
I don't know. No, I wouldn't say it, bro. And and what is stress in your gut then? Is that not an emotional response? Yeah, but this is how I feel. But that's true. But don't you get that good feeling based on like your experiences and like what you went through? Sometimes, but other times it's like, man, my gut is just like, this is not a good situation right yeah. now. Reese could have been pulling up to the building, like, you know what? My gut is saying I'm not going in there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Man. Out. That's true. I thought you did dip out. Oh, no, no, no. I just got lost for sure. Yeah, for I'm sure. just thinking, like, is that an emotional response? Yeah. Trusting your gut. Uh man, that's a good I mean, I th- I don't know. Yeah, sometimes I definitely think sometimes trusting your gut and you know, initially right off that initial situation sometimes is a good thing. But giving also giving yourself a little bit of time to kind of because your mindset changes like so often, I feel like yeah, and nothing's wrong with that. Yeah. And so I sometimes I feel like giving yourself like a day or a couple of days or something to kind of chill on that decision or chill on that feeling. Sometimes I feel like helps a lot also because, you know, mindset's always changing. Yeah. I feel like so. Yeah, man. I, I don't know, man. It's like I go. Don't get me wrong, bro. And on my, my my fault, OG. But it's definitely like me, bro. Like I am a person that just goes with the flow, bro. So like, oh I yeah, I know. Sometimes it gets on my nerves. That's really how all this stuff <laughs> is set up. That's right how. Now, that's how it goes. That's how we're here right now. That's yeah. how everything is here right now. But it's a lot of like I go off that go with the flow. But I also, bro, in being more methodical about like my decision making. Yeah. Instead of just like okay, if I feel like it, I'm going with it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Prime example, bro. Um, I was telling Rob because, like, your environment, bro, your environment can play a lot into the decisions that you make. Oh, so yeah. um, when I was smoking weed, bro, when I stopped smoking weed and I said I was cutting all that off, I distanced myself from the people that were still doing it. You know what I'm saying? And Mariah was telling me, she was like, well, did you really overcome it or did you just get it out of your life to where you didn't have to deal with it? I was like, yeah, that's true. Like, I did, like, avoid all that stuff and I didn't want to, like, be anywhere near it. But I feel like at the same time, bro, I still made like a real rational decision that if I'm not around this, if it's not brought into my circle, then it's easier for me to cut this stuff off of, you know what I'm saying? Instead of just like moving off of, you know, bro, I'm done with it, but I still want to be around these people and this stuff can be brought up. And it's like making the best decision, even though I'm like, like initially, bro, like when I got off, it wasn't like I wanted to do this, you know what I'm saying? Like I still wanted to smoke weed, but like rationally long term, I knew that it was better for my body and better for like the situations that I was going to do for me to not be involved in this. You know what I'm saying? But it was hard, like not being able to hang out with some of your homies that you normally hang out with or go to some of the places that you normally go to because, you know, this is going to be there. So just cutting that stuff off and knowing like, man, in the long term, this is better for me. You know what I'm saying? Instead of, I don't know, better than than the feeling that I'm getting from it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And also help that you have Mariah in your corner. Yeah, not at first, though. Really? Not at first, bro. I guess the last time when I finally overcame it, yeah, she was there. I'm not talking about your failed attempt, son. I'm talking oh, about the okay. real deal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about when you actually did it. Oh, man. And that would show that Mariah was a definitely That's true. A helping factor. That's true, yeah. She helped for sure, it's man. It's important to have people in your corner to actually support you. That is true, man. Absolutely. That is true. Yeah, man. Make you want to make those decisions. Yeah, man. So, Zala, man, tell us the decision, man. Or give me a second, I'm going to be like, Reese. I don't know, man. It wasn't um, that you made emotionally, man. Emotional decisions? Yeah, bro. A lot, you know? And it, it kind of comes like like a previous relationship. Made a lot of emotional decisions that I'm not proud of. 
like let's say just doing something or saying something that you shouldn't have said. Mm-hmm. That's an emotional decision to act like, you know what, I'm about to hurt this person because that's just how I'm feeling. Yeah. And it might not even be like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Because to me, I'm just about to say this or whatever it is, and I don't think it's that big of a deal. But looking back on it, bro, you did not have to say that. You don't have to say that to that person. Yeah. Not even in a relationship, just in a friendship. Yeah. Like, bro, I've told people to their face, like, I don't like you. Like, there's no reason to ever do that, ever. To mm-hmm. like, like, bro, I'm just keeping it real. So sometimes when I'm thinking I'm keeping it real, this is like back in high school. Mm-hmm. I look back on it now, like, bro, that was not necessary. You're emotional. Yeah. You was emotional. But then again, sometimes, hey, you're not gonna like everybody. <laughs> but that's not. Yeah. It's not for me to be like, hey, man, I don't like you. It's right. Just, it's not productive. That's an emotional. Decision. Don't really get anything out of that. Really. Exactly. So yeah, that's on my. Opinion. Yeah, man, that's an emotional decision, bro. I've made a bunch of emotional decisions. I'm working on that now, though, because I got a, I got a quick temper. What are you doing to work on it? Taking my time, like you had mentioned, like yeah, yeah like, like sitting like, on take, it, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like just really, really sitting on it. Sometimes, I, like this, that last time I blew up. Sometimes I blow up, yeah. But sometimes you got to really take some time and like distance yourself from that issue. Go do something mm-hmm. else. So writing has been real big for me. Like, man, let me write this about, it. write about it. All right, I'm good, and then I can kind of think about it more logically to where I'm not making a big decision. Yeah. But also, I kind of realized that a lot of things aren't that big of a deal. I'm like, is this life or death? It's not. All right. And it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, the big, the big outlook of things, like most things just really like, they won't affect you like down the road. Like yeah. you'll forget about it. Like mm-hmm. a couple, like even yeah. sometimes a couple weeks down the road, like yeah. you don't even remember yeah. that at all. Will this yeah. matter tomorrow? It won't? Exactly. Okay. Yep. And I'm not tripping. And really taking accountability for myself. Like, are you just hangry right now? You just need to eat? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sometimes that- you something. True. Yep. So, Reese, what do you do, man? Like when you feel like in all a situation, like man, you about to blow up and everything. You feel like a lot of your decisions are getting emotional. What do you do to like calm yourself down and get yourself off of that? Uh, man, a lot of times I kind of just kind of remove myself from the situation sometimes because like I know I'm not gonna help at all. Like yeah. the way I'm feeling right now, I'm not gonna help the situation. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of try to remove myself sometimes. You know, either you know whether it's leaving the room or leaving the whole thing wherever it is like get in my car whatever go home yeah. whatever it is if i don't feel like i'm gonna make it any better yeah. so do you think that that's best though like leaving the situation uh sometimes it's not because sometimes like you need to be there and settle the situation exactly. for sure yeah man so maybe that's also me making that decision emotion maybe that's yeah. an emotional uh decision in myself as well leaving and not dealing with it right then as i should so that's a good point yeah bro I ain't gonna lie, cause that's what I had to deal with at first. Cause before, like, before I got married, bro, I could just be like, bro, I'm off the phone with you. I just go my way, and I didn't have to deal with it. But now it's like, bro, we in the same house, so it's like, bro, where you gonna go? You know what I'm right. saying? So, like, I can go for a walk around the block, but the problem is still gonna be there. Yeah, I got a clear head about it now, and that is my thing. Is that also instead of just like stepping away from decisions, just telling like, bro, I'm not in the space right now to make the best decision you yeah. know what i'm saying so i think about like pressure situations because me i'm cool with pressure situations like if somebody like try to pressure me into making a decision i'm like nah bro i'm straight like I'm, I'm cool on that but like my wife is a different story bro like when we got like and we go to like jewelry stores bro <laughs> i tell her every time bro we're going to this jewelry store bro don't let these folks come in here and sell you bro do not let them sell you because oh, that's yeah. what they're gonna do man mm-hmm. like we're going living bro <laughs> Going there to get like our rings clean. They go in there, they be like, oh, y'all want to look at these? No, bro. 
no, we just want our rings clean and we want to get out of here. But she'll fall into it and she'll start looking around and stuff. And before you know it, she come over there like, hey, baby, this is what we can do like this. And they'll work this deal down for us. And they got this promo code going on right now. I'm like, oh, bro. It's like, but they press you into those decisions. Yeah. It's not just like jewelry stores, bro. It's also like peer groups and friends and like society telling us to make like certain decisions. Like That fear of missing out. That fear of missing out. Or like homie situation, bro, becoming a pharmacist. Like, bro, you don't. You could have took time for yourself instead of, I got to make a decision right now, bro. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, I got to make a decision. You feel that pressure to make that decision. And instead of letting, to me, the way I handle it, bro, instead of letting that pressure, like, I'll, I'll be okay with, like, not excluding myself from the situation, but being like, nah, bro, I'm going to go think this thing out. Absolutely. And it's not just, like, stepping aside to where, like, hey, I'm going to drop it all and pick it back up later. But it's like, nah, bro, I'm really going to think this thing out instead of. Let me jump straight into this and just hope that it works out the way I want it to work out. So, you know, what's the way that y'all, y'all, instead of that, like that external pressure where it's peer pressure, it's society, it's media, whatever it is. How do y'all keep that pressure from breaking y'all? You got to be comfortable with yourself. That's true. And you got to know true. what you want at the end of the day. All the external stuff, it really won't matter as you know what your purpose is and what you're trying to do. Like, All right. This is what I'm trying to do. Whatever you're talking about, if it's not really trying to build on what I'm trying to build or it's not productive in any type kind of way, your pressure means nothing because mm -hmm. it's not really a thing. So that's kind of how I always look at it. I'm like, no, I'm going to do what I want. Yeah. But not necessarily being bullheaded about it, but you know what? Hey, what you're talking about, what you're trying to pressure me into doing, I'm not doing it. So yeah. I 100% I, I agree with that. It's kind of just having like an overall like idea of, like, you know, what you want for yourself in the future and like what's best for yourself, really. And like just knowing that, like just uh, kind of like, you know, like you said, kind of just knowing it. Hey, is this thing going to benefit me in the long run and my plan and like what I have for my future? Or is it not like really all it comes down to really? Yeah. Like, yep. Like I, like you said, like, is this thing you're trying to tell me or make me do or whatever the case is? Like, is this like. And, you know, sometimes and sometimes they can bring, you know, certain things or uh, that I don't know about. I like learning about things, you know, if you don't know about it, like letting them explain like what it is or yeah. what it, whatever the case is. That should, that should like flow right through you. Right. Right. No pressure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, at the end of the day, if it ain't going to help you, it ain't going to help you. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes the pressure can be good, though. Like in the situation where somebody in your corner, like know you can do better. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, I'm going to put a little bit of pressure on them because I know he kind of slacking a little bit. Go do what you need to do. Go to the gym. Go hoop. Go hang them in the mouth. Go hang do whatever you need to do. Oh, go. go do what you need to do just to relieve whatever stresses yeah. that you're going through. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. sometimes pressure can be a good thing. Yeah. It just depends on where it's coming from. Yeah. If you know that person is really for you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Don't pressure me with the bull. Yeah, that's true, man. That's true. Also, man, being comfortable with your decision. So what y'all saying, even being like, Knowing yourself, it's about being comfortable with your decision. That's central. You have to know yourself and be comfortable. Yeah. Not what you see on the internet or what you see on TV, but who you are. But that's the, when it comes down to it, bro, even if I know myself, that's like the hardest thing when it comes to making the decision is making this decision and sticking through with this decision. You know what I'm saying? Because even like with example. the podcast, bro, prime example, let's doing this right now. When we first started this joint, bro, um, in this, building that we in bro um, i wasn't here yeah you wasn't here this was the early stages bro i was um i was doing the lives bro this was before i even like started doing the podcast the reason why the podcast came is because my lives didn't work but i was at first i was going live on instagram 
So I would like take like 30 minutes, go live on Instagram and talk about some topic like centered around self-awareness. And when I did that, bro, I broke. I booked a room every single day for the whole semester, every single day for the whole semester. I was like promoting it around um, the college, bro, telling on my social media. Hey, bro, I'm going to be up here. I'm going to be talking about this today. Come through if you want to learn, ask questions, all that stuff, et cetera. Sad to say, not really sad to say, because I'm glad it worked out or it didn't work out. Nobody came. I think I did like five, six weeks. I came up here every single week. Came up here. Nobody came to none of them, bro. On my lives, I think I probably saw like at the most 10 views on my live. Like nothing, bro. Getting nothing nowhere anytime. And I just kept coming up here. Well, then like one day, I think it was like the seventh week, bro. I came up here. And um, this was before I left the house. I was about to come up here. And I look at the booking. All my bookings for the rest of the semester have been canceled. So I call up here like, bro, what's up? They was like, yeah, man, we reserved your room for something else. I was like, what? I was like, I booked it and I talked to y'all on the phone because I had this booking for the whole They canceled it. So I was like, damn, man, I got to figure out something. Because I, like, I knew for sure I wanted to keep pushing this cause of self-awareness. I knew I wanted to keep pushing this, bro, somehow, some way. And um, then I jumped on YouTube. So I jumped on YouTube, bro, and I got on YouTube, and I started doing the thing with YouTube. Well, then I wanted to start, like, speaking at um, schools and stuff. So I started, like, emailing a bunch of schools, bro, like, all the schools you can think of in Oklahoma City area. I started emailing all these schools. Well, Google saw my account as a spam account. So I deleted my YouTube, man. All my YouTube videos. I think I had like 15 up at this point. And I was dropping like once a week. Deleted all of them. So now um, about six weeks in, I was coming up here doing live. Not doing the lives no more because I started doing YouTube. So six weeks of that, down the drain. 15 weeks on like YouTube, down the drain. And we like several months in, bro. And I ain't nowhere. Like, I, do I want to keep going through with this? Or do I just understand that like, bro, look. Something is telling you, like, bro, this ain't working out. Like, just call it quits. This ain't working out. And I was like, I think I sat down for, like, a month, bro. Just sitting there for, like, a month. Like, bro, YouTube ain't working. I try to do the public speaking. It ain't working. I try to get this book edited. Try to look at editors around. Try to reach out. It ain't working. I was like, bro, you know what? Man, these people don't care about self-awareness, bro. I ain't trying to do this. This stuff is whack. So I was like, bro, forget <laughs> it, bro. Forget it all. So I'm sitting down for, like, a month. I'm just sitting there, and I um I was with Mariah at the time. Mariah was telling me like, bro, so what you gonna do? I was like, I don't know, bro. I ain't going to school because why would I want to go to school when there's no majors really gonna allow me to teach self awareness? So I ain't gonna go to school. Forget that, man. And um, I was like, you I'm know what? Be a bum. I'm gonna just be a bum, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what he was getting to, bro. I was getting down on myself. I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with it, bro. Yeah. Like I wasn't doing anything, bro. No hobbies, none of that stuff. Like it was all. I was just posted, going to work, going back home. That was it. And um, I was like, nah, man, I got to figure out something. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this YouTube thing again. I'm going to do it different. I was like, I'm not going to reach out to no schools. I'm not going to use the email, none of that stuff, bro. I'm going to just record these joints, and I'm going to just post them. That's all I'm going to do, man. Well, I started doing that, man. I started again. That's how the Be Easy show came about. It was in my parents' um kitchen, man. I just They had a whiteboard in their kitchen. No, chalkboard. And I just wrote on that chalkboard, the Be Easy Show. I think that joint is still up in the kitchen. But wrote that joint in the kitchen, the Be Easy Show, man. And I just sat there in front, in front of it and just talked to the camera for like 30 minutes by myself. And second week came around, did it. Third week came around, fourth week, fifth week. And um, like nine weeks in, that's when I finally, well, I think it was like before then because we had an episode that didn't make it. Oh, but like nine weeks in, that's when I finally reached out to Zyla and had Zyla on the podcast, man. 
And it was just so many things that came around, bro, to like, bro, I don't think this is the right decision I should be making. You know what I'm saying? Like, YouTube didn't work out. Public speaking didn't work out. Book didn't work out. This is like a couple weeks before he gets married, too. Oh, it was a lot going on, bro. I'm I'm getting a house. It's it's a lot going on, man. It's it's a lot going on. Why did... But that's like the stuff I didn't even talk to nobody about. This I'm just focused on like, bro, it's not working. Like the decision I made to to like do this, it's but not when working. You put it in the grand scheme of things, you wasn't doing it for that long. No, I you wasn't, bro. For, you were doing it for like what? About but that's the four thing. months max. But that's the thing, bro. So let's. So that's what I'm saying. We talking about this How because. How old are you? Twenty three. We're all, all right. 20, we're all yeah. 23. Yeah. Okay. All so that's what I'm saying, bro. That perspective? Bro, I know that now. Got like, I know that now. It's like sticking to the decision. Well, the reason why I say this, bro, because think about how many people like, bro, the New Year's re- resolution. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get in better shape. I'm going to read more books. February comes around. We Ain't nobody doing it no more. So it's the, and those people are comfortable with themselves. They know that they want to do better for themselves. They know that they wanted a better life for themselves. But they wasn't able to stick to the decision that they said that they was going to stick to. It's you hard. know what I'm saying? It's hard. So that's why I said it, bro. So what do y'all think allows y'all to stay with the decisions that y'all make? Because we all comfortable with ourselves. Did you really want it? That's what helps you stick to it? Yep. I know at the end of the day, I want a black belt. I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that's going to stop me from getting a black belt. Only way I'm not going to get one is if I die. Coronavirus. The cor- when, when COVID hit, I did have to stop. Yeah. Because you know our whole situation back at home. Yeah. I didn't want to bring that back home. Yeah. So I didn't train for like six, six, seven months. But you best believe once it opened back up, I'm yeah. back in there. I don't care if it takes me 10 years. I'm getting a black belt at the end of the day. So it just yeah. kind of depends on what you want. Do you really want it? Do you really want to be in shape? Mm-hmm. Do you really want to live a healthier lifestyle? Yeah. People say they want these things, but do you really, really want it? Yeah, man. That's how I look at it. Like, did you really want it? Yeah, and I always kind of just think of like that. I always have that end result kind of just in my mind, mm-hmm. just always, even you know. And during the hard times, I always know that like things, like realistically, things usually get better after you push th- through those really tough times, yeah. mm-hmm. those times where it's really like, man, those like, are gonna come. Yeah, exactly. And it's a part of anything. You hear any successful person, you know, like they always talk about like you know what they were going through in the very beginning, and you're like, man, like, and you think to yourself, like, man, could I got through that? But they did, and that's how they're successful. Yeah. And I always think about that whenever I'm in like a hard time, down place. I'm like, man, it always get you know, it gets better after this. And yeah. I always just have that kind of mindset mm-hmm. in my mind. So. Only thing that separates you from them is they didn't quit. Yeah, exactly. That's it. So just keep going. Even if you do a little bit at a time, just keep going. Something is better than nothing. I don't yeah. care if you want to. All right, you know what? I'm just gonna do a walk around the block just to start me off. Cool. It's better than sitting on the couch. Absolutely. So. Right now, I'm one that's been trying to test with just like 15 minutes, because like this weekend, I was really mad at myself. Like, bro, you could have, you could have wrote something. So I'm like, you know what? Every hour, if I'm real busy, I want to set aside 15 minutes to just yeah. work on my craft, because I really, really want to get better at writing. Yeah. So if I needed to set aside, set aside just a couple minutes, I do that. It's better than zero. And most of these decisions, they are a long, they're a, they're a long process, really. And you got to kind of like, like you said, like one step at a time, really, like. Whenever I started changing my like nutrition, like you can go to the gym, but in my opinion, like I feel like nutrition is so big when you're going to the gym and, you know, you can't just completely change your diet around like right off the bat. You kind of got to take like one step at a time, like, okay, like I'm going to switch this out for this, you know, for like a week or so. And then like you and then you get used to it and it becomes normal. 
And then you go next week, you know, kind of change one thing. And it, for me, it's kind of like that, just like taking it one step at a time until eventually, like, your entire process has changed, you know. And that's kind of how I've done it with myself when it comes to, you know, the gym and like, you know, nutrition and things. And it's so long, you know, the process is so long that like, you know, it's like endless, you know, you can keep improving, you know, constantly keep improving. And it's going to, you know, you have your whole life. And like you said, we're all 23. We all have some like we all have so much life to live. It's so crazy. Some people are so down on themselves, you know, but they haven't done anything by the time they're like 25, 26, even 30. And even then, like, you still have so much life to live. Like, you know, some people don't become successful, like, or whatever, quote, unquote, and successful until they're in, like, their 40s or 50s, man. Yeah. And so, like. That's when they start touching real money. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, man. Like, don't, you, nobody, like, I feel like people don't need to be so hard on themselves and rush themselves like we that. We see man. it all the time. Yeah, exactly. I want a bag. I want to chase the bag. I'm dropping content. So, yeah, man. I try to figure that out all the time. It's hard. But I do understand that it's hard. You're going to take some L's. Absolutely. You're going to take a lot of, Got a lot of L's. Got to. And those L's aren't, they don't feel good <laughs> at all. Oh, but it's just something like him getting his account deleted. Or if I go to a ring test, I break a bone. You're going to take an L. Yeah. So it's just, you got to get through it. Man. Absolutely. Not quit. Although, if I would have been in the picture, you would have never lost your account. Oh, man. That is funny. Because I remember oh. when he told me, and I was like, bro, you can't just send emails to a bunch of people at one time. Bro, I was sending They'll like, take it away. I was putting like 200 people in one email, bro, send it out. And then like they 30 minutes later, so I was fast. sending out another one with like another 200 people. Like 30 minutes later, same thing, man. You were manually doing that? Bro, I was manually putting, I was going to the school and I was putting every teacher Every principal, you know, every, if you were to learn some simple cybersecurity things, you could have scraped all that real easy. Saved you a lot of time. I don't do cybersecurity. Yeah. I'm talking about, bro. I was emailing like it was a bunch of people. Then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna stop putting everybody in. I'm gonna just go to administration. Administration. But by that time, by the time I try to go, you to always have a that, plan though. That's, I like that. That's what happened. I went to administration. And that's how I figured out they was like, yeah, this account I can't. Send. I was like, why can't I send out any emails? And then it was crazy because one lady reached out to me. She's like, yeah, I want you to come speak to my class. I said, I'll bet. <laughs> emailed her back, and then she emailed me back. And then when we went to confirm the date, my account was just gone, bro. Why didn't you just reach back out with another account? I tried to, bro. I tried to, but then it just where was felt, this at? Uh, this was at you're in, a, you're in a much better position now. You should reach back out. Oh, for sure, I should now. But um, you see this Instagram lady? Yeah, man, I'm doing numbers <laughs> now, man. Like, check me out, man. But um, one thing, man, I think y'all were saying is that I think um, eliminating like for me, like now, bro, when it comes to decision making, like I eliminate the time frame of it. You know what I'm saying? Like I eliminate how long it's gonna take. It may take a year, two years, a decade, two decades. I don't know. It may take a long time, bro. But eliminating the time frame of how long it's going to take. Like I was just telling this young lady the other day. I said younger. You know, she was younger than us. But anyway, I was talking to her. And she was like, yeah, I'm trying to just go get my two-year degree. But it's taking longer than I thought. I was like, is it called a two-year degree? She's like, no, that's an associate's degree. I was like, yeah, but when you put that on yourself that I got to get it in two years. And if I don't get it in two years, then like if you say I'm not successful. Because I didn't get it in two years. That's a hard pill to swallow, bro. It took me four years to get a two-year degree. It took me that's, three. That's a that's a daunting task yeah. sometimes. And not everybody's up for that. Because you, you see four years right in yeah. front of you. It's a huge amount that you got to come. But when you eliminate the matter of when it's going to happen and just if, you know what I'm saying? Because when? 
What? Yeah. I don't know when. No, you said if. Oh. But what? All right. So you're, you're saying if. <laughs> what? You're saying if it's going to happen. I'm saying when it's going to happen. You oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, okay. I got you. I got it mixed up. I got it mixed up. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing, though. It's like eliminating that, bro, because we don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. But if you keep putting in the work, yeah, bro, it's it's eventually going to happen. I just don't know when it's going to come into fruition. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know when the podcast was going to get to when it got to, bro. I didn't know, you know, what the house situation, when we was going to move in, where we was going to be, none of that stuff. But I just knew the matter of fact, bro, if we keep looking at houses, bro, eventually we're going to find a house that we want. Eventually we're going to get a, a loan or a rate that we like, bro. And it'll work out in it. your favor. Yeah, man. Right? Like all the houses I tried to move into first, yeah, just didn't work out when I tried to close on them, and I really wanted those houses. And then the one that I passed by, yeah, that's the end of that ended up being the house I got. Oh, yeah, like, I don't want this house. And then a week later, you know what? Yeah. Let me go check it out again. It's perfect. It's close to my job and everything. Yeah, versus yeah. like a thirty minute drive from the ones that I really really wanted. Yeah, and that's what we was talking about, like with the right pressure, bro. Because if you don't have the right pressure, like if you got the wrong pressure, bro. You're going to end up making a decision too early. And it's going to be like way too early than what you should have done it. You know what I'm saying? Like you jumped into that way before you was prepared to do it. You know what I'm saying? In return, bro, you end up getting yourself messed up. You end up getting yourself hurt. It's like, um, I think about it now, like my little brother's older now. But before, bro, when they was younger and they wasn't like hitting their growth spurts and they wasn't getting stronger like that, I was taking them to go hoop with me. Like older dudes hooping with them. And they was out there getting roughed up. And when I look at it now, like, yeah, they can hang now. And I don't know if it came from, like, them playing with older dudes or if it came from them just being older now. But at the same time, I also think about, like, bro, I think I put y'all out there too early, bro. Like, now they hate hooping outside. That's probably why they hate hooping outside, bro. It's because from a young age, they was getting roughed up. But it's because I put them in there too early instead of waiting to the actual time that they should have been out there, you know. So I think taking out that power of when it's going to happen, bro, and just – stay at it you know what i'm saying because i think especially like bro we're working out that can definitely be daunting you know what i'm saying that you like you know bro i should i should have been swole by now i should have been looking like this or i should have been like that like or, a sports background uh you played baseball oh uh, in high school i mean i played football baseball and basketball but oh, this yeah. man's an athlete drop a bomb <laughs> an athlete bro yeah. why did you hoop that day then man uh, cause you don't want to show y'all up. Yeah. Some days I, I don't just, know about showing us up. Now. I definitely want. I definitely do. Uh, sometimes I just think like, you know, do I want to? You know, I have to make the decision. Do yeah. I want to like make some content or do I want to? You know, actually hoop. You know, so I kind of you know pick and choose my days. You know, whether yeah. I want cardio or I want to you know make some content. And Reece, that day, day I see you on the court, I'm just letting you know I'm gonna get you buckets, man. But, hey, I see you. You a hustler out there, bro. You a hustler. Buckets, man. You know? Yeah, bro, I still claim I'm the best hooper in Oklahoma. Oh, for real. And the Thunder can holler at me, man. Ugh, okay. Yeah, I'm the best hooper in Oklahoma, okay. bro. Okay, all right. Hands down. You heard it here. You'll never see me on the court. Oh, that's sad. You'll well, what? <laughs> any, any sports, anything? Nope, nothing. No, uh, not a sports guy. No, UFC, any competition? Man. UFC. I like martial arts. Martial arts? Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that's something for sure. not court at all. Hey, you got to be an athlete to do that, though. Yeah, but I think it's, for, it's like a different thing. For sure. Way different. I have no natural ability with a ball at all. Yeah. Not that guy. I don't know, man. I might, I might have been good at golf. You even allow yourself might to have do been good it. at golf, man. I can, I can bowl. When did you ever golf? Bro, in high school, they was they you had was on the golf team. No. Like one day, the um, that lady gym teacher, I'll forget her name. Okay. She had, took us outside to like practice like some putts or whatever. Your boy was. 
You know what I'm saying? Get out of here, man. Your boy was all right. <laughs> boy, if you don't get it. Get out of here, man. I did hey. not try to hear that, man. Hey, you wasn't there? Yeah, I wouldn't know, man. I wouldn't know. You didn't come to class. Man, I wasn't even in that class. I know, I'm just talking about you was ditching class anyway. I was ditching class. Did y'all go to high school together? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, where at? I've known this dude since the sixth grade. Oh, heck yeah. Where at? Went to Midwest City up here. Midwest City. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Trash. I'm from small town Oklahoma, so. 2A. Yeah. Did y'all have like small yeah, town? Yeah, like 2A, yeah. Small like, town pride? Oh, yeah, for sure, man. That's, yeah. not, that's not the case. Uh, <laughs> you had 20 people in the graduating class? Uh, no, a little more than that. We Maybe had like 60. 60, yep. 60. <laughs> That's right, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I kid my parents, bro, all the time because they graduated from Star. I be telling my parents, bro, bro, 13. Bro, I was, that's why I tell them all the time. Like, bro, y'all had 10 people that walked the stage with y'all, bro. Was it really? Nah, bro. They be uh-huh. telling me all the time it was 100, bro. But I've seen they like graduate. I was like, bro, it's not even 100 people out there. Stop lying to me, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, Star Spencer graduated 10 people a year. But yeah, you know everybody for oh, sure. Yeah, it's not a good thing or a bad thing. I like it. I like just getting, I like knowing everybody, you know, yeah. I'm, but I'm a real friendly person. So, like, so you're outgoing. I, absolutely. Yes. Okay. I, I feel Oklahoman, like Oklahoman, man. Absolutely. My, uh, I'm an Oklahoman, but I'm not outgoing. Yeah, bro. But you'll walk in and you'll say, excuse me, how you doing? And you'll talk to people. You won't no, talk to I people? I won't. What do you, you don't have about? no Southern hospitality. None of that. What are you talking I will say hi. Okay. But what do you mean? Like just well, like he's saying, like people bro, like you, in the north, you know. What I'm saying scene. like you go out about? to you go out to eat, bro. Mm-hmm. Your, your server comes to no, no, no. Let's say this. Let's say this. You go to a, <laughs> you go to the mall, man, and yeah. you bump into somebody. Do you not say excuse me? Absolutely. Okay. Okay, man. Yeah. I'm not a monster. But some places no, no, no. like Florida, in northern states, definitely Florida, bro. Some states like they just bump into you and not they say just nothing? don't like what? they ignore people like they just like don't want any interaction like they just bro are they like like in those places like like is this like people trying to be tough or they just don't care no bro it, it's it's like Florida New York California they deal with so many people bro you yeah, think I'm so about to be like kind to everybody big, yeah you know what I'm saying I, I deal with so many deal. people but like bro I'm about to bump into you. I ain't gonna see you tomorrow and they know that but I may go to the mall and see the same dude like several times here because it's not that many people you know but actually. Oklahoma City is in the top 25 cities in America. Let's like go. Most populated. I just can't see me getting bumped into it. It's like they just keep it. Pushing. And somebody, bro, that's, that's, that's wild. Bro, I was so time. lost. I kept telling Mariah, bro, if somebody else bump into me, bro, and not say excuse me, bro, we're going to have a problem in here. It's bro. like a cultural thing. But, but that's what I'm saying. She was like, oh. Would that okay. irritate you, though? Oh, yeah. I mean, just because that's where we're from, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, bro. All this, every single time we go out to the floor, I just know, bro. Like, is that packed in Florida? Bro, nobody cares about you out there, bro. Nobody, <laughs> Every bro. Every man for themselves. <laughs> like people are just walking around in Florida? Oh, yeah, easily. Hmm. And they got way more sidewalks than we do here. So People just on the sidewalks? Bro, it's people just out, bro. And I don't know. But, okay, this is what I thought. I always thought is because we normally go around like Christmas time. So I'm like, a bunch of people in Florida, of course. You know, either they vacant or they're going to see family. But when we just went out there like a few weeks ago, bro, it was the same way. It was the same way. The only thing, I guess it was kind of different because it was this little boy in the neighborhood that we was at. And he was outside playing basketball. So I went outside and played with him. He was cool with it. You're super nice. I would never do something like <laughs> he that. He was cool with I it. I would never walk up to a stranger. I don't like, think hey, his I'm parents was cool with it, though. But he was cool with it. How old is this kid? He was probably like my, my youngest little. He was probably like 12, 12, 13. I would never do that. He was cool with it. We, just, we, we didn't play like that long. I think we only played like to four or something. We didn't play that long, but you know, I was cool with him where I was like, bro, you're crazy, bro. And I was like, but that's who you are, man. It, I, it is what it is. It ain't yeah. nothing and crazy, it works bro. It, to me, that's insane. 
For real? I just, I, I, bro, I got anxiety. I'm nervous. Yeah. I might come up to you and I sound nervous now. Now I'm getting in trouble with the law. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm just nervous. Hey, I wouldn't. I'm not a creep. I'm just nervous. I wouldn't even be, be here right now if I didn't, you know, walk up to homeboy at the That's court true. and, you yeah, know, ask to put it. I asked him if he wanted, yeah. you know, a little basketball video of him. And yeah. here we are. So. That's crazy. You got to be outspoken, man. Nah, I think you do. Nah. It's it been, opens up opportunities for sure. It's been working so far. Bro, that's one that's of the fair. things I don't the, understand. What does it mean, outspoken? Okay. Like, you're see. just going to walk into a room and be like, hey, I'm going to shake everybody's nah, hand? Nah, bro, I'm not. Okay, bro, I have I have to do that sometimes, bro, but not all the time. Especially, like, when you, like, I guess that's just something I got to work on. If you go to a family... If you go to a family function, bro, and his nah, cousins bro, and I'm aunts, talk, that, I'm talking about something like you don't know none of these people. You're gonna introduce yourself to everybody. Are you doing that? Not uh, everybody. Not everybody. It's bro. like a social event. I don't know. It's just kind of like you know, y'all. Whatever it is, y'all are doing the same thing. Whatever, like, like you know, we was all hooping. You know, whatever. It's just like, hey, what's up? Like, my name's Reese. Like, yeah. you know, especially if you're on your team or something. Like, is you that know, easy? I feel like. Oh, it is. I, it okay. is. You know, we they're was in just, the gym, though. That was the thing. We, yeah. we wasn't at, we wasn't outdoors. Hooping. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Gym. That's true. Outdoors hooping is a whole different environment. That is true. But I don't know, bro. Okay. I just, I don't, I've never had no problem with it, like talking to people. And that's one of the things I don't I understand. Bust into a sweat. When people say, like, I'm not a people's person, I never understand that. I'm better with small groups. Once you get over like four people, yeah. I'm going to just chill out. I'm in the background. I have no problem with being in the background. Yeah. But if it's like three people, three, four people, cool, I can talk. Mm. But once you get up to like six, seven, eight, yeah. there's too much going on. Too many energies going on. Yeah. That's understandable, man. Start sweating. In that sense, I can understand it. I think, though, my thing, though, is too, is I've been telling Mariah, like, I think I got a social media, though. So, like, I get to a certain point, like, you know, I'll be talking to everybody. We'd be out to dinner and all that. And then I'm like, all right, man, I'm ready to go. That's it. I don't want to talk to nobody else. It is training. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I'm ready to go, man. That's it. So I think it gets to a point like that. But I've never been, I don't know, man. I just, maybe in stuff I'm like doing, like I wouldn't have walked up to that little boy if he was like outside, I don't know, practicing jujitsu or something. I I wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't have been practicing outside in Florida. That's Tell true, that but much. I wouldn't have walked up to him if he was doing something like that. But since he was doing something I can relate to him that on, he was comfortable with. Yeah, bro, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely like I'm okay with doing that. That's you said thing. his parents wasn't cool with it. Did they come outside like, "Who are you?" Yeah, man, they came outside. Um, I just said, "Hey, how you doing?" But they, they just looked at me. Dead serious, bro. They just looked at me. I said, "Hey, how you doing?" That's another thing, though, too. Like that That's we take, strange. I would we definitely take like, "Hey, man, who are you?" Waving to your neighbors and, and and talking to them, bro. It's, it's, so I think that's something that we take for granted too. They don't do that. Nah, not everybody, bro. Not everybody. Even in my neighborhood, not everybody waves at me. Not everybody waving at me, but well, at least like in my situation, definitely in my neighborhood, everybody oh, waves at me. Gucci. But um, in my, in my parents' neighborhood, it was the same way, bro. Yeah. It used to be people that was three, four blocks over that you could still wave at. Hey, how's it going? Oh yeah, definitely. Like in the like the house I moved yeah. moved from it was real nice. Like one of the neighbors got me a graduation gift. Yeah. Like, but in recent situation, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, that's true. So, Even in town, like our town was like two thousand people. So like, yeah, you see, I used to work at the grocery store when I was in high school down there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everybody. yeah, exactly. everybody. Yeah. There's only one grocery store, so I mean, they only had one. Yeah. There was no Walmart, nothing like that. So yeah, no, they had to go there. Is that Ada? 
No. I'm about to say, I, Ada's that small? No, Ada's a little bigger. I went to college in Ada, but high school, I went to a little town called Colgate. I've never heard yeah, of Colgate. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty southeast, kind of closer to the Texas border. Yeah, it's pretty small. Pretty tiny. Yeah, this man got a different area. Cause I said, bro, where is this from? I was like, this ain't Tulsa. I was like, yeah. I know, I know Tulsa's not <laughs> what Google it. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. He was like, yeah, but it's like the southeast part. I was like, yeah. Oh, dang. I come, right. from, I come from a different region, yeah, for sure. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Totally different perspective. Absolutely. And that's the be- and that's also a good thing about just t- getting to meet new people and talk to new people. Like, getting to talk yeah. to y'all and meet y'all. Like, y'all have a different, completely different perspective from me. And that's cool. I like that. I like, you know, broadening my yeah. scope. For yeah, sure. Man. I feel like that builds a better you. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of just staying at one track. Like, I'm trying to work on the whole social anxiety thing. It is hard, though. Absolutely. Bro, answer this. Okay. We can answer this before we get up out of here. This will be the last thing. What's up? Why do you have social anxiety? If, hold on, let me finish. If we know for a fact, nobody else cares what you are doing. Nobody cares. I don't know, man. It's just a, it's a, it's an internal thing. Cause I'm so always in my head. And then yeah. when I'm actually, you know, when we start talking, I get stumbled up. And then once I start stuttering, oh man, it's over. Yeah. oh man, mm-hmm. it's, it's a wrap. Yeah. There, it's, there's no rational reason to it. It's mm-hmm. irrational for me to have social anxiety. So I can't explain it like, well, it's this, this, and this. It's not that. I don't really know why. It's just, at the end of the day, yes, yeah, some of it is just my personality. I will never be the outspoken guy. But I would like to get to the point to where I can be comfortable in social situations, yeah. which is why I be coming to y'all game nights. That way I can be exposed to more people. Shout out that to way I can night. be civilized and all that type of stuff. Yeah. If I get an invite to the game night, you should, man. We trying to we trying to play one right now. <laughs> all right. You know, you okay with losing? Yeah. Okay. I can handle it. Okay, that's I, good, man. I, I'm sure you are too. So. Nah, we nah, nah, I don't lose. I don't lose. <laughs> I don't lose, man. Hey, we were just talking know. about taking L's. Come uh, on, let's go. <laughs> but in certain things, I don't take L's. That's what it comes down to. I don't all take right, we'll L's. We'll see. We'll see. Got to conquer it all. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't take L's, man. In those situations. Yeah, it's, right. it's an irrational thing, man. I can't really explain it. Yeah. It started as a, like a young age for sure, mm-hmm. but yeah, man. I just thought about it, man, because it's all I, about building confidence at the end of the day. It's like, um, well, first I saw this video. This dude, he was recording a, a video. He was talking about creating content. And he was like, I don't know why people aren't creating content because they're scared that other people are watching him. He was in the airport making the video. He was like, all these other people that are sitting behind me, they're on their phones, they're doing whatever they want to do. They don't care that I'm making this video. They don't care. You know what I'm saying? So, But that could be a double-edged sword because if you're putting out content and nobody watches it, that kind of hurts too. That's true, bro. That until but, you get used to it. After a while, you kind of get used to. It. All right, I'm not gonna get no views. That's what I'm saying, bro. No, we are gonna get views. But <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But like, there's been times where you drop videos straight back to back, and you get and you get 100. nothing. Yeah, you get nothing. I know. But that's the thing, bro. Is that understanding that we didn't get into this thing to impress everybody. Yeah. That that's impossible. So we didn't get into. So we just gonna impress the people that want that are impressed by us. You know what I'm saying? That's what it comes down to. So it's not focusing on everybody liking me you know what i'm saying and that's what probably plays into to me i ain't gonna lie bro that's kind of what played into some of the decisions i made because i was like bro everybody wouldn't approve of this if i did this you know what i'm saying like i remember when i was first when i was about to be done playing baseball when i was about to quit at first i was thinking like you know what everybody won't approve of this if i do this they're gonna be thinking what am i gonna do what am i gonna do next and i was like nah bro eventually 
you got to start thinking for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, I'm going to be the one facing that decision. I'm going to be the one going through that stuff whether I want to do it or don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I could have easily thought like, bro, why are we still shooting the podcast? You know, these people are asking questions. These people, hey man, hold on, man. Drop a bomb on this. Drop a bomb on that. Um, the reason why I said that, man, I ran into some uh, some of the homies, man, we went to high school with, man. Some people I saw them around town. They're like, man, I really rocks with the podcast, man. So shout mm-hmm. out. We always talking about people that don't like rock with the podcast <laughs> and they don't want to support. But yeah. yeah, man, they see me. They was like, bro, I'll watch y'all stuff. Like, not just like, like they was referencing some of the stuff that we talk about. They was like, bro, I'll watch y'all stuff. And they was like, when y'all talked about this, I felt that. I was like, man, it's love, bro. Dang, that's I'm a dub. That. That's a dub. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the whole reason like, why you, you know, yeah, that's bro. why you want to do this, I'm and, sure. And yeah. see, if, if you we, can get those handfuls, think of how yeah. you can just keep doubling it up. Exactly. But see, that's what I'm saying. You lose out if you focusing on. Oh, these people over here, they looking at me. Yeah. You miss out on these people that you may touch. You know what I'm saying? That's what I always focus on, the people that we can't help versus the people that's like, they not really worried about us. You know and what that, I'm saying? And that's just in general. I feel like a lot of people focus on the stuff they don't got instead yeah. of the stuff they got, you know? Yeah. So, you know, that, oh, yeah, that goes in life in general. That's true, bro. Appreciating the blessings that you got, man. Absolutely. Mariah used to always tell me, um, I mean, when I first was coming home from work, she used to be so hyped, bro. Nah, the love is still there. She still get hype when I come through, but I think it's getting a little bit more regular now that I'm coming home. When I was first coming home, she used to be hype. I used to be like, bro, like, I just made it home. I don't, I don't work that Don't far, underestimate me. Underestimate that. I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> don't underestimate that, man. No, no, that's I what I'm about saying. That like, man, I wish somebody would just come home to me. Bro, ain't, no, dogs, ain't, nobody, ain't nobody come home to me. <laughs> <laughs> your dogs is hype every time they see you, man. You thinking I hear the screen door yeah. opening? Ain't nobody at the door. <laughs> Dang, man, it was just the win. Hey, that's just the Amazon, <laughs> man. No. Oh, no, but bro, what, what, I, what I was saying is um, is that for sure, bro, it's a blessing to make it home every single day. Yeah. And I think we take that for granted, you know, mm-hmm. focusing on- Waking up in the morning. Yeah, waking yeah. up. Like these small things because we're so focused on, oh, I didn't wake up with a million in my bank account. Yeah. Or I didn't come home to a mansion. You know what I'm saying? But nah, bro, you made you it home. You got two legs. You know what I'm saying? And my mom just told me, she was like, um, she was on, she was watching the news. And she was like, yeah, you know, a spirit flight just went down. You know, the only reason she would tell us because we flew Spirit that time. <laughs> Never fly Spirit, Reese. Don't do it. All right. No matter fly? how cheap it is. Reese, don't do it, man. <laughs> I don't care how cheap it is. That thing could be dirt cheap. They could take you to Australia and back for $10. Don't do it, man. I'll keep that in mind. But um, she was telling us that a, a Spirit flight that went down, bro. And um, Did it go down or was it ground? She said when they was getting, when they was coming in off the runway, the brakes had caught on fire. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, man. So, um, and nobody was hurt though, right? No, nah, I don't think nobody, nobody was hurt. hurt. But it's just in that situation there, bro. Like, we just take for granted that you know we think these things, these planes is gonna land. We think these cars is gonna run. We think that this stuff is just that it's always gonna be like this because it's always been like this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That we forget, bro, what we've done and like the blessings that we have and stuff like that. It's the same thing, like with the decision that we make, whatever it is, going to college, bro us making the money that we want to make or doing better for our body or things like that. We just think it's always going to be like this. Like my body has always worked like this. So it's going to keep working like this. School has always been like this. So it's going to keep being like this. The money's been like this. So it's always going to be like this, you know, are these opportunities are there? So they always going to be there instead of appreciating like, man, I've done this. I've done that. And I've been through that. I've overcame this. Let me not take that stuff for granted because it's a blessing at hand that I've been given every single day to go through this. So, you know, I was just like, you know, Hey, man, you know, be happy when you make it home is what I'm saying, man. Be happy when you make it home. Be happy when your car start up because that joint may, it may not, it may break down on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. You know all about that, man. <laughs> Reese, one day I'll tell you about all my car problems, man. It's just, 
I've had so many, man. Hey, me I've too, had so bro. many cars. Hey, me oh, too. so you can relate. Yeah, no, yeah, I've had a lot of How many cars have you had, Reese? I mean, I've had... That's oh, too many. Too many. Too many. Girl. Hold up. No, <laughs> too that's many. a lot of cars. He's had too many. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. He's had too many. I've had a solid, like, four cars, four vehicles. Oh, no, you're not there, yeah, man. Yeah, not oh, that no. Get your weight up, man. Get your but, weight up. But this is... cars have you had? I had the SUV. I had the BMW. I had the Honda. I had the, I had the Hyundai. Then I got the Mosquito 2.0. Now, then I had the truck. Now I'm pushing another Nissan. Seven. I know I'm missing one, man. Seven, eight. Yeah, I think I had like eight cars, bro. Dang, that's crazy. I'm 23, man. Two. Yeah, see, bad. Two. Okay. The only one that really pushed for me, though. I've had all those cars, bro. The SUV, my fuel pump went out, and then um, the motor was about to go out. No, the gas was about to blow on it. Had to get rid of the SUV. Plus, it was a hand-me-down car. The Hyundai, the motor went out, then the transmission went out, then the, the motor went out again. So, I've had a bunch of cars. But the Mosquito, not the Mosquito 1.0, the, the Mosquito 2.0. Man, Mosquito 1.0 was a pusher. Ooh, I remember that one. He got down through there, no problem. I remember that with one. With the stupid tent. That man had the midnight tent on it. So it was ridiculous. Like frosted then. Oh, yeah, man. And that AC used to blow, Ooh. man. I love that car. But it looks like a hearse, though. <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah, man. Just be grateful. But yeah, Mosquito yeah, 2.0, bro, he, he's pushed me the longest, bro. And I was thankful for that because I was like, you know what, Mosquito? You gave, me a right solid, me. you gave me a solid two years, man. No problems. But now he got problems, man. Now he definitely got problems. So, you know, man, I need that new motor in that joint. So. Yeah. And what time is it? Time, man, to wrap. Let's wrap up. You got any closing remarks, Reese? Uh, once again, I'm just uh, glad y'all, you know, let me on here. And I'm just glad to be here, honestly. You know, like I said, I'm just thankful for every day. And I'm definitely thankful for today. And uh, I appreciate y'all. So. What about you, finalizer? It's nice to, it's nice to meet you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice to meet you. You've seen my Instagram handle. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think it says? Uh, what do you think it says, Reese? Reese, that's the question, man. Uh, I don't know, man. You pull it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'm had to pull it up. Nah, it's finally Zyler. Finally Zyler. That's it. Oh, okay. But someone in the family read it as finalizer. So now he just called it. Oh, okay, that's why. Like, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Social media handles don't have spaces. Yeah, so it was all one word mm. together. Okay, that makes somebody sense. called him the finalizer. So I was like, that's kind of clean though. That, that's what I'm saying. Don't encourage him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Come on, bro. This is nah. the finalizer, man. Come on, bro. So nah. you know, man. But you got any closing remarks, man? Uh, I've been heavy, heavy on just like learning to think for yourself. So do whatever you can to actually pursue what you think you really want in your life. Whether it is you want to read more books, you want to watch certain documentaries, follow whatever you want to do and be passionate about it. That's pretty much it. And man, takeaways from this episode. Um, first one for sure, make a decision. You know, don't get caught up in not making a decision, which is a decision, but make a decision. The second one, when you make that decision, be comfortable and stick it out, you know. And the third one, Southeast Oklahoma graduates 10 people a year. So you know, facts. That's all we got there.
<laughs> so as always, man, I'm Coach Willis, man. We got the finalizer on here, man. We appreciate Reach joining us, whatever Absolutely. platform that y'all listen to this on. Y'all can like, comment, subscribe, leave us a five-star rating. Do not forget to share it with somebody because support is gladly appreciate, appreciated. So until the next one, y'all, be easy. Peace.